0: And I think for us to be able to acknowledge that is very important because otherwise it makes you sound like, well, if I don't have some fear and all I have is this faith that I'm supposed to have, then I've got to be this superhuman Christian person.
1: Which and that's exist. not
0: yet. yeah, It doesn't exist. Yeah. And that's not an expectation. I think that the Bible gives us. I think the expectation is that as we're walking through life, we begin to deal with the life and deal with the situations. It keeps us tethered to God's word. It keeps us tethered to the fact that what I'm what am I hearing from God today that's going to help me day by day versus oh, I've got to have this strong faith that I've got to put on this facade that may not be real.
1: Fear, an emotion we all face from time to time, a natural state when we are confronted with the unknown or with a possibility of lack or even loss. But what do we do with that fear? How do we have faith in the presence of fear? Perhaps you're in a season, like many, where the feeling of fear is more prevalent now than ever, maybe due to COVID, providing for your family, homeschooling, the upcoming election, or something a little more personal. And you need something to hold on to today. Well, I am joined with Pastor Larry to give you a word of encouragement, a reminder of the anchor of Jesus Christ and God's Word. Hey,
0: it's great to be here today to talk about faith and the importance of how we have faith in the midst of all the fear that's around us. You made some really great insights when you're talking about all the things that we're dealing with uh, as individuals, as families, as a nation, as churches. There's just a there's just a boatload of stuff that's happening around us, and how we respond to it is very important to us.
1: I agree. I agree. So what are some truths that we can hold on to in regard to our fear i know that when we talked about this this platform is an opportunity for you to share an extension of your heart off the stage right Right. and so when we talked about what we're going to discuss today you had this the thought that we need to talk about fear and faith is there something um whether it's personal or just something you've noticed around us that? that you want to talk about this that was leaning on your heart to talk about this what was that if that's
0: yeah that's a great question i think just to be able to recognize that our our church families families around us people around us are just dealing with so many things and they're really trying to balance uh, i think the what i would call the pressure Of faith versus fear, as believers, uh, specifically those who are Christ followers, who are really trying to say, we don't want to be afraid, but the reality is there is fear. And so, how do you live out your life? with a balance of being able to say, how dare we talk about faith when there's so much to be afraid of around us, for our families, for our nation, for everything that's happening. Uh, I think the pressure of that really is impacting a lot of people. That's uh, how they're responding in their family situations. That's how they're dealing with uh, work situations. It's how they're dealing with all the things, because it really comes out of this pressure of saying we don't want to be afraid, um, but we are afraid. And we know we're not supposed to have fear. Matter of fact, you know, we quote a Bible verse where Paul says to Timothy, don't have the spirit of fear, but of power and uh, of a sound mind. And we think, well, man, that's what we have to be, right? We we have to be strong. We're not supposed to be afraid. We don't have this spirit of fear. But in, rela- in reality, it, it's there. It's just right before us. So I think a lot of people are struggling with how do we do that? How do we balance the fact that we are afraid and the pressures that are around us with the fact that we have fear in our life, but we are people of faith and we want to have faith? So the balance of that, I think, is is where what we have to deal with. Yeah,
1: I think you touched on a good point. The fact that being afraid is natural, right? Right. And it's in the Bible. Many Otherwise, it wouldn't be there, right? It, right. And yeah. Being afraid, though, you use this word balance. If we balance our fear with our faith, and we talked about this a little bit before, even a little or a lot more heavier on the faith side, how do we do that? What are some, what are some things that we can hold on to um, when we get into that mindset of fear? How do we balance that with our faith?
0: Well, I think the balance starts when we recognize that it's okay to have some fear. That the fear that we're talking about, or even if we use that passage that I already mentioned, that spirit of fear uh, doesn't mean that you're not afraid. It doesn't mean that you are not having fear of the pressure that you're dealing with or the family problems that are going on or economic situations that, that are happening. So it's, it's not a matter of the Bible saying, well, you can't be afraid. It's being able to live in that, being able to have your life being controlled uh, by the fear and the things that are going on around you. If the pressure in your life begins to control you, and the fear, and in your, in your fear, is coming from that pressure, and that's beginning to to force you into making decisions or to guide you in decisions then is when you you have to begin to say wait a minute how is this fear in my life controlling my life versus the the reality of the fear some fear is going to be good for us it's going to make us seek the wisdom of the lord when you look for example in in proverbs and he's talking about wisdom uh, and the fact that we need wisdom for the foundation in our lives and then you begin to say well how does wisdom overcome our fear Well, it it does overcome our fear, but it's not an automatic kind of thing. It's not going to happen in a blink of an eye. It's going to happen as we really seek God inside that and try to balance the things in our life that we're going through, the pressures of the fear, with an understanding of I'm really trying to understand myself and the wisdom that I have to answer in a good, healthy way these fears that are in my life.
1: Yeah, I think that's the, the fear that is good. I think that's good to know that some fear is good. And I, um, I've been there, right? I've been there where the fear overtook overtook my thoughts. So from a standpoint of how do we proactively um, get to a place where maybe we don't have as much fear? Is it what we fill our minds with? Is it who we surround ourselves with? Yes, all of the above. I think
0: it is all of the above. But but again, it goes back. You know, just a simple thing for you. You have uh, small children. Um, I've had small children. And when you're teaching them to cross a road, right, you teach them there is a very healthy fear to stop, look both directions, make sure a car is not coming. Otherwise, they're going to step out in front of a car. Now, if we teach that child in such a way that they become afraid to get out of the house, afraid to cross the road because, oh, there's this great spirit of fear that I'm if I even go into the road, I'm I'm gonna be hit by a car. Versus, no, the wisdom of that is look both directions. So being able to balance what that means, being able to help our children and then adults uh, to begin to understand that there are all these there are all these things going on around us. And it's okay to understand that fear is going to happen in our life but how do we have a healthy view of that so that we keep walking forward that it didn't paralyze us that we don't that we don't get in a place where we're really afraid to get out of the house uh, because something bad is going to happen to us and i think there's a lot of people who who try to f- understand that they they're afraid to move forward they get so stuck i use that word in the pressure of their fear that they're just they're afraid to move forward with life and so as as people as believers uh, as as really followers of christ we have to be able to step forward into life recognizing the dangers that are around us but recognizing that our faith is that's what's overcoming the fears in our life
1: so it's possible to feel faith in the midst of fear?
0: Well, I think we have to. We have to. I think we, if we don't feel faith in the midst of fear, uh, then we will become just stuck in all the things that are going on around us. How do we feel that faith? Where does that come from? Well, I, I think it would be easy to say that it comes from our prayer life, mm-hmm. how we are spending time with God. So prayer sounds like, hey, that's a that's a real church it's answer so right? powerful it's just, though and uh, i
1: you know we don't yeah. want to forget that because it, we don't want it to ever become too cliche so keep going prayer absolutely
0: yeah but i think also one of the things that the bible really teaches us all through i mean you, you look at it from the beginning to the end right and and so many times you look back and you see how god has proved himself i'm not saying god has to prove himself but you see what he's done, right? You see the work that God is. And and in the Old Testament, Moses was always pointing back to, here's how God worked in the past. Joshua points back to, here's how God works in the past. You get to the Psalms, Psalm 78, for example. It's a long Psalm in Psalm 78, but all the Psalm 78 is reminding them of what God has done, right? And so if they can see what god has done in the past it sure gives a clear path to the future because you recognize that he has been faithful you recognize that god has and i use that word proven himself i hope you understand that in the right way you know you don't have to worry if god's going to come through because he does Mm -hmm. because he himself is faithful Mm -hmm. and so we rely on him so it's just not praying into a oh i'm just praying, hoping God's going to do something, well, we recognize that He has. And so when you look back to what He has done, when we become so fearful in our lives, uh, and, and you've heard that whole thing, you know, hindsight is twenty-twenty. you look back and you see how God has worked, and we don't know what the future is, we don't know what's going to happen, but when we look back in our own lives, we can see how God has been there, how he has worked, how even when we were afraid, he was again showing himself faithful in in that so i think that's a big part of it so i think we're praying but i think our prayer life is a whole lot more than just a a praying hoping god's going to do something but we pray along with looking back and being able to say here's what god has already done we know that he is the one who brings healing we know he is the one who brings transformation we know he's the one who showed us the miracles that he can he can do these things Mm -hmm. so it's what he has done so that in itself should be an incredible encouragement to us in our lives of faith. Because it's just not in something blind. Uh, I don't think faith is that blind trust. I think um, sometimes we think about faith and we think, well, it's just stepping out and not knowing what's there. And I understand that concept. Hmm. But I I really think faith is more stepping out knowing what God has already done because he has already shown us what he has done. Uh, And it also brings along the understanding of, of God's character inside that. So you can't have faith without recognizing the incredible character of God inside our lives. I don't know. Does that make sense to yeah, you? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So you're praying in remembrance, and you also brought up the, the, the Word, right? Our truth and how we know um, what God has done, what He said He's going to do in the Word. But I also believe that I'm not as big on prayer journals as I should be. But to me, what you're saying there, too, is when we keep a prayer journal, when we keep our fears written down and how the Lord has answered those worries, those unknowns, we get a chance to look back and pray in remembrance of what he's already done for us i think that if we have listeners who maybe haven't gotten in the word as much as that to know the stones that were placed in the jordan right to remember what god has done um, that at least if they started a prayer journal that they can see how god is working in their lives and he is faithful to to do that again
0: you think prayer journals i'm glad you brought that up do you think that um I've struggled with that personally. You know, a lot, of, <clears throat> a lot of people do the journals and they keep the journals. That has not been something that I have done. And I look back and I think, man, I wish I had done that. Um, but I never really saw myself as a writer. And I would write something and think, oh, ah, that really doesn't say anything at all. And so I'm not sure that everybody does journals, but I think they're helpful.
1: I do. yes. Yeah. So have you ever written a date, like in your Bible, of maybe a verse that encouraged you on a date? Or something special that happened in your life? Yeah, no, to me, not much. Not I haven't much. done okay. that
0: much, yeah. <laughs> uh, but one of the things that I do that to see God's faithfulness, that, uh, and I just did it the other day is why I, I, I recall it, As I look back at pictures, right, like Mm -hmm. that are on my phone Mm -hmm. or on on my iPad or whatever, and I look back at those pictures of places that we've been or people that we've been around or things that are happening, and it brings, it recalls those memories. Uh, So I'm probably more of a a visual person than a a writing person. But being able to look back and see those Mm -hmm. has just been a tremendous thing uh, to be able to recognize, you know, how, who God is and what God has done, and where we've been, and how God has worked. So, that's one of the things that I i, I probably do, uh, versus writing a journal. I'm not, I'm not very good at that. To piece. each his own. Yeah. To I each his so. own. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I that's
1: think, okay, though. Yeah. Right? It's absolutely I mean, that's okay. That's, yeah. how, that's absolutely okay. Yeah. So, um, to wrap this up, as a Christ follower, um, whether you attend Graceland or you attend another church, you know, we are a walking testimony. We are called right. to love God and love others. Right. And, if we maybe some of us are full of fear and we need to give that to god we need to make sure that we're in the word and that we're praying in remembrance of what he's already done but there are some of us who for lack of better words maybe have our fear in check right but people around us are they're crumbling um, under that pressure that you talked about of our you know of of the outlook of what people will look at us if we're supposed to have this strong faith yet we're afraid what would you what is something that we could maybe say to someone who is struggling in their fear um because we've all felt it but maybe we're not falling under that pressure in the moment what is something that how can we uplift our brothers and sisters in the church
0: you know i think one of the most important things is to acknowledge your own fear in that um you know as a pastor, hey, I'm. I'm Probably there's an expectation that the pastor is going to be strong and have all this faith and not have fear. But I think it's very healthy for all of us to be able to say, no, these are these are fearful times. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of pressure of the fear around us. We don't know all the things that's going to happen in the church or how to make decisions about wearing masks and who's wearing them and when not to and when to come back and there's all those kind of things gives to all of us a level of fear that is in our life and and i think for us to be able to acknowledge that is very important because otherwise it makes you sound like well if i don't have some fear and all i have is this faith that i'm supposed to have then i've got to be this superhuman christian person And that's not, yeah, it doesn't exist. And that's not an expectation, I think, that the Bible gives us. I think the expectation is that as we're walking through life, we begin to deal with the life and deal with the situations. It keeps us tethered to God's word. It keeps us tethered to the fact that what I'm, what am I hearing from God today that's going to help me day by day, versus oh, I've got to have this strong faith that I've got to put on this facade that may not be real um, in lots of ways. But it's a, it's a faith that says no. I'm dealing with the stuff around me. I know that I am fearful about these two. I know this pressure that's here, but at the end result of that. I I put my foundation in Christ. It's a foundational piece. I go back to that whole idea in the Old Testament of wisdom Mm. because, man, in so much of Proverbs and so much of the wisdom literature, it's building the foundation. It's building the foundation on which All the things that we go through in life are coming back to the foundation that we have in our faith in Christ. Mm -hmm. And as followers of Christ, that's what we have to be about, right? That's where our faith lives. It lives in the foundation of who Christ is in us. But it's a growing thing. It's not stagnant it's not once and for all it's you don't you don't get to that place where oh I have faith and now I've got all I need mm-hmm. that's the day by day I think that's what the Bible just really teaches us that it's a walk it's a we're walk. walking in the spirit mm-hmm. right and as we're walking in the spirit it's an it's an ongoing uh, process in our lives now I think that's just something that we have to be, be very aware of as we as we continue walking through and, and learning to balance uh, the faith that's in our life and the fear that's around us Yep,
1: good word thank you so much for sharing that i i know fear is a heavy subject to talk about but it certainly brings more than a glimmer of hope to know that we all struggle with fear, um, and and we can be here for each other in that same struggle. And as we finish to lighten it a little bit, I want to ask you two fun questions um, before we wrap this up. Okay, so, good deal. Two things: what are you reading and what are you eating right now? And We'll answer the first one first. So, what are you reading right now?
0: So, what am I? Well, what am I reading right now? Well, I love to read on uh, stuff that's on um, the computer, mostly uh, blogs and looking at things that are going on in the world around us. Um, What's your go-to so, blog?
1: Like, what pops uh, up? Yeah,
0: Carrie Newhoff, Carrie, who does uh-huh. a ton of things about the church. Craig Groeschel, who does a ton of things about the church. Um, friend, Ron Edmondson, who does a ton of things about the church. So most of it is, okay. is church-related, uh, those kind of things. And I've from just a fun reading, or actually, I, I, there's just several different books that I've just been kind of fun reading. We just actually listened— um, to The Count of Monte Cristo.
1: Audio. Uh,
0: audio. Nice. Which was a fabulous book. Took forever. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a fabulous book. That's so, cool. yeah, it's, it was a great one.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Well, what are you eating right now? What is something that you are particularly enjoying, maybe now that the weather's cooled down a little bit?
0: Yeah, soup. Potato soup, soup. yeah, yeah, it was so good yesterday. Elizabeth made a whole, whole big thing of it, and I, it is just so good. Had a, a lot of cheese and a lot of bacon, <laughs> bacon Ooh, and yeah, cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, you've got it when you do that. Good for so, the fall. Yeah, it's a great time of the year. The weather is fabulous, and yeah. just to be a, be a part of enjoying a good soup in the evening is good for me.
1: I agree. I agree. Well, thank you so much. Listen, we are all susceptible to fear but we all have a hope in Jesus Christ. The pressure of our walking testimony and showing our fear amidst our faith is something that can be difficult to walk, but we have a hope that God has gone before us and he has already won the war. So you can rest in that. Thank you for joining us. Until next moment, take care. Well that's all I have for this moment. There are many ways you could have spent this time and I'm just honored that it included us. I look forward to our next moment together but until then I would love it if you shared this with your friends by word of mouth or on social media and leave an honest review. When you rate and review us it's helpful because it allows us to get connected with other people who might also be interested in this podcast. We air a new moment each Wednesday so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of those. And lastly, I love connecting with listeners. I'm really here to serve you. If you have a topic you'd like me to include, a struggle you're having or question you would like answered, you can send those to gracelandmoments at gmail.com. And until our next moment brings us back together, I hope you leave refreshed and encouraged today.